very short. It's only five verses. And really, it's kind of similar language to what we've seen in the last few psalms that we've that we've looked at. Kind of kind of the same kind of the same idea, the same struggles, the same the same thought of what David's going through and and maybe how we could relate to that. So so we won't spend a whole lot of time repeating these things in great detail because we've kind of covered them and and coincidentally the last five or excuse me the five verses of this are almost identical to the last five verses of psalm 40 and when i was reading it there was one part of it that i read and i was like i I know i've already i think i preached this recently and so i say that sometimes to michelle we'll be talking about something i say i just preached preached on that a, a, a few weeks ago and so i said when did i when did i preach this and so I looked back, and I, I had preached it. I would preached it on March the 24th of 2020. <laughs> so so uh, it's been over two years ago, and I, it seemed like I preached it since, since then. But uh, when we read Psalm 40, the last five verses of Psalm 40 are almost identical to what we're going to read here tonight in Psalm 70. Now, some have suggested that the repeat of them here may be an error, and that's possible. That when, when these psalms were being compiled by somebody all those years ago as they were getting all the different psalms and putting them together in, in one book as we would know it, uh, you, you may could make the case that it's possible they got, they got, they got a portion of, of Psalm 40 that was ripped off and recopied as a separate psalm. That's certainly possible. However, it's also very possible that David wrote the same psalm twice, that he, that he prayed the same prayer twice. And we can probably relate to that because there are probably times that the prayer that we say is very similar to a prayer we said yesterday or last week. I mean, oftentimes we use very similar language in our prayers. We use the same words and the same phrases. And so it's not that hard to believe that David may have used very similar words, uh, almost exactly the same words, on multiple occasions. I don't really know exactly what David was going through when this psalm was penned, uh, as we stated over the last couple of weeks, I think, uh, uh, previous to the Bread of Life discussion, we really don't have to know exactly what David was going through to know that we sometimes go through hard times that are difficult. And so the word that David, uh, David penned here in this psalm are good for us, even if they are similar to what we've seen in the last few weeks. So let's pray. And then we'll read through these five verses. God, we come to you, and I thank you for these words. And God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just do some good in these words tonight, God. I just don't feel like I'm prepared enough to do these, these, these passages justice tonight, God. But I pray that your Holy Spirit would just help us to get something from your word. And let us find strength uh, in what we see tonight. I pray that you free us from distractions. I don't know about everybody else, but dear Lord, I got things on my mind of the world, and I pray that you just block those things, that you just give us a, a, a mind of, of, of peace just to listen to you right now, and just let your words do a work. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The superscription of this psalm is for the choir director, Davidic, to bring remembrance. Now, perhaps this remembrance is remembrance of some occasion, of when David may have originally used these words. Uh, perhaps it's just a remembrance of the words, of the power of God, of the greatness of God, of the deliverance of God. And so 
even though the things that we're going to see in this psalm may, may be very similar to what we've seen in the last few weeks or in, in months past as we've kind of been working our way through the psalms, I think that the psalms are good for that reason. Because there's a lot of praise of God sprinkled throughout the psalms, but I think what we really connect with when we read them, or at least I connect with, is the struggle that we see in particularly David having that he's always seems to be in this struggle and seems to be in this place where he's like, God, I can't do it. God, I need your help. God, come to my rescue. And I can connect with that, and perhaps you can connect with that, and maybe that's why the Psalms are so good, because we can relate to David, and we see his struggle, and we feel that, but what we want is what David experienced, that, 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 that presence of God, that deliverance of God. That's what we seek, and I think that's why uh, the Psalms are good for us, to remind ourselves of things that we may have already read uh, something similar even recently. And that's what the title is, to bring remembrance. And so uh, we want to remember what David says uh, in our own life. He says in verse 1, God, deliver me. Hurry to help me, Lord. Here's, here's that same idea that we've, we've talked about. And, and you know that idea. What's the first thing? God, help me. God, deliver me. God, I'm in some sort of trouble. God, I'm battling against sin. God, I'm battling against enemies. God, I'm battling against worry or stress. There's all these things that we, we're battling against. So God, deliver me from those things. Save me from those things. God, help me in the midst of those things. And then we get that second part too, right? Because we want everything done quickly. Not, God, I'm going to pray this. And I mean, sometimes we may say, God, may this happen in your own time. And we may genuinely mean that. Uh, but there may be other times where we say, God, hurry up. God, listen to me. Help me. I need you to come to me right now. So we, we get urgency. For us, everything is urgent. Uh, but God does things on his time. And, and I don't think it's wrong for us or sinful to us say, God, please hurry quickly. But at the same time, we also need to be mindful, God, do things in your time because your time is the right time. So when we struggle, God, help us. That's the prayer that we see here at the beginning of this psalm. Verse 2, let those who seek my life be disgraced and confounded. Let those who wish me harm be driven back and humiliated. Let those who say, aha, aha, retreat because of their shame. Now, in this particular instance, we see that it appears that David has some enemies that are against him. And this, this could have occurred in many different times of David's life. He, he had lots of enemies that came against him, and particularly uh, even within his own family there was trouble. His own son tried to overthrow him. Saul was, was trying to get him. I mean, David had situations where things were really difficult on him, and so whatever enemies were coming against him, there were some who wished to harm him, who wished to take his life. And so what did he pray? He said, uh, let those who try this be disgraced and confounded. God, don't don't let their plans come to fruition. Don't let them uh, be victorious. Don't let them overtake me, God. Don't let the evil ones overtake me, God. I'm seeking you, so deliver me. And, and the words that I remembered that I thought I'd preached on just a few weeks ago were, aha, aha. And I, I just did a search while we were singing. I was thinking it had to be in a, in a chapter recently. But nope, chapter 40 of Psalm was the last time that it was mentioned. And when it says, let those who say, aha, aha, uh, that's probably a phrase of them uh, kind of boasting. 
Ah, look at what we've done. Aha, we've got you now, right? We use that, we use that kind of language. Aha, I figured it out. Aha, I've got you. Uh, and and that's, what, that's what the language there is. Aha, aha, they were boasting. We've, we've got you. We're, we've got the upper hand. We're going to be victorious against you, David. But he said, let those who say that retreat in their shame. So even though they're boasting and what, 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 what they think that they've become victorious in... David said, God put them to shame in what they're doing. And, and so it is. I mean, that's what God does. He, he delivers the righteous, uh, and he, he will bring those uh, who do evil to shame should they not repent and put their faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 4, let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation continually say, God is great. And so here we see... We see a shift. The first three verses, uh, we see David struggle. His prayer is call for help. Why? People are coming against him. Okay, God, don't let these people come in against me. Be successful, but bring them to shame. But what about those who seek God? If God is going to bring punishment to those who are evil and those who reject God, then what does David say in the second half of this psalm? He says, let those who seek you, let the righteous, the ones who really want to do God's will and come to God and seek forgiveness, God, let those who seek you and your commands, let, it, uh, let them rejoice and be glad in you. And so that's what God calls us to tonight. If we put our faith in Jesus Christ, that's what this verse is saying. Those who seek the Lord, well, how do we seek the Lord? We seek the Lord by seeking Jesus Christ. That's, that's the way that we uh, gain a relationship with the Lord. That's the way that our sins are forgiven. So David says, let those who seek the Lord rejoice and be glad. And so tonight, if we are here and we put our faith in Jesus Christ, then we can rejoice. It doesn't mean that our enemies are not going to come against us. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have stressful days and days of struggle. David had those. But even in the midst of those, he said, God, I'm going to pray to you. Even though my enemies are heavy against me, God, I will rejoice in you. I will be glad in you. And we need to remember to do that. If we don't rejoice in the Lord and we are not glad in the Lord, then maybe we need to go back to verse 1 and start the prayer over again until we get to a point where we can rejoice in the Lord. I was reading in one of my commentaries today, and I wish I would have wrote the, the, the quote down because uh, it, I, it was a, a good thing, and, and it was something along these lines. Sometimes, sometimes our, our joy comes from the prayer being answered. That is, we pray God help this situation to get better, and it does, and there's joy as a result of that. But sometimes our joy is the prayer itself. That is, we find joy in our prayers. Have you ever felt that before? You've been going through a hard time, and, and it's not that your prayer was necessarily answered and your situation was better, but you felt a certain calmness and a peace and a joy just from taking the time out to go to the prayer. So sometimes that, that, that rejoicing that, we, that, that David speaks of here is a result of the prayer in and of itself, not even whether the prayer is answered quickly or whether it's answered at all. And like we pray, the joy comes from being in the presence of the Lord and trusting Him. And David says here, Look, those who seek you, God, let them rejoice and be glad. Let those who love your salvation. Now, we talked about this, I think, here recently, within the last two years. Uh, it actually was recently. Uh, we talked about the idea of salvation here in the Old Testament. Now, salvation is simply a word that means delivered or saved. Now, in this particular situation, David wanted to be saved from physical enemies who were coming against him. But, 
when we think about salvation, we think about it in a perfect tense, in a perfect sense, in Jesus Christ. Because when we think about salvation, we're not just we're not, we don't just want to be delivered from. All right, I'm I'm having a hard time at work. God helped the situation to get better, or I'm sick. Help me to get well. I mean, we do want to be delivered from those things, but ultimately, we associate salvation with with greater deliverance, a greater deliverance than our sickness and our stresses in life. We associate salvation with deliverance from sin, a much greater deliverance, the greatest deliverance that there is. And so, salvation comes through none other than Jesus Christ, as we see in Acts, I believe, chapter 4. There is no name under earth by which uh, men may be saved other than Jesus Christ. That is, there is no salvation in anyone other than Jesus Christ. So, those who seek the Lord, we must rejoice and be glad. Why? Because He gives us salvation, not just from our daily struggles, but from our sin that has separated us from God. Uh, Let those continually say, God is great. Do you say that often? Have you said it recently? Have you ever just prayed to God or took some time out? Like not even a prayer like asking for anything, but just a, just a prayer of saying, God, you are great. God, you are good. God, I praise you. God, I thank you. Now, there's nothing wrong with us asking for things and praying for God in times of trouble, but there are some days that hopefully we just say, man, God, you are great. You are good to me. I don't deserve this, God, but I thank you for sending Jesus. I thank you for being good to me. And David says, look, let those who seek the Lord continually say, God is great. And we need to be reminded of that because it's not easy to say God is great when times are hard. It is easy easy to say God is great when things are going good. But when things are going bad, perhaps that's when we need the remembrance of this song. Nope, God, you are great even when I don't, even on the bad days, even when I don't realize it, even if it doesn't seem like it. God is still great. Verse 5. I am afflicted and needy. Hurry to me, God. You are my help and my deliverer. Lord, do not delay. So he kind of ends where he started. Okay, God, help me and hurry up. Please help me quick. My enemies are coming. But even so, God, I'm going to seek you and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in you because you are my salvation. You are my Savior. And so, God, you are great. Oh, but also, God, don't forget, please hurry up because my situation's bad. So hurry and do not delay. And so this is, a good, this is a good short little five verses for us to remember. After all, as the superscription said, it is a, uh, uh, to bring remembrance. And so per- perhaps, you know, short passages like these are good for us to tuck away because they're easy, easy for us to remember, easy for us to go back and read quickly and to, to remind us of, hey, this is how I need to pray. I need to pray that God would help me, but I also need to acknowledge that God is great. And even if I am a prayer with God, hurry and don't delay, well, that's okay because God's good and God hears our prayers and God wants us to come to Him. And He wants us to have salvation. He wants us to have our salvation and, and our struggles that we're facing today, but ultimately He wants us to have salvation through Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. And hopefully all of us have that tonight. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you. We thank you for these few little verses. And I pray that you would just help us to tuck them away. There's some good little nuggets here, dear Lord. And and we get it. We get it. We know what it's like to go through hard times and have people that are coming against us and have struggles, dear Lord, and have sin that we battle. And God, I pray that you would hurry to our aid. But God, we know sometimes you... You don't hurry quite as fast as we'd like you to, but it's okay, God, because what you do is good. 
So God, we praise you and we do rejoice in you because you give us freedom to come here tonight. You give us, you give us air conditioning. You give us padded benches and cars to drive. But most importantly, God, you give us Jesus Christ for salvation. And we thank you for that. And God, we thank you for your greatness. So let us, God, rejoice tonight and be glad in you. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.